Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about training with intent. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up money for your project. So do yourself a favor, go check out the website at www.pluminvestmentgroup.com. Plumminvestmentgroup.com. W W W dot. It's back, folks. We're, I read it. That's why. We're back to the dubs. Yeah, I, I read the note card. Well, welcome to Friday. Thanks. It's uh it's it's a good day because man, big things happened last week. What happened last week? We signed, uh, we wired, we are now the official owners of Square Miles. Miles. Yeah. I, I say that and I was thinking about that. I've on our Instagram, you may have noticed I posted some people talk about flex Lambos. We flex Lando. Um, got a bunch of people thought that should be a T-shirt. And I saw I, that. I do agree with that. But the other thing, the other cute thing is these house investors, they they brag about square foot. They buy by the square foot. We bought by the square mile. Yeah. I, want, I want you to take that in for a little bit. I don't have to take it in. I've been taking it in. That's Because uh, I actually was talking to my buddy Jim Bob, and I was telling him, you know, we bought over 24. He's like, oh, wow. You bought multiple sections. Yeah, <laughs> multiple, and a section is a square mile. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, multiple mile. Like that to me is mind blowing from the fact of our journey. Like it, it, we talked about it. We've talked about it on and off, but you know, kind of let's we can kind of let the cat out of the bag. You know, one of our uh, was a speaker at our first live event, uh, the Probant family, Trevor, uh, which a lot of people know because he's he's been around the land investing niche for a little while with uh, Land Academy, and then he hangs out in our forum as well, but. He brought a, a, a deal to us that kind of been sitting there, and they couldn't get it taken down. So he said, hey, man, I got this deal. And I was like, cool, let's see the numbers. He did it. We raised $920,000 in 24 hours, used bank leverage, bought it for $3.4 million. And uh, the note on it was $2.7 million is what we have the note for. Yeah, it's a big number. It real big numbers, <laughs> but the idea behind it, when you talk per square foot, like in a house, like oh, it's a little thousand square foot house or twelve hundred square foot house, square miles. That's what that's what I'm trying to point out here. It's just huge. Yeah, you can't really compare the two. It's like comparing a little ass cherry to some like big ass fruit. I don't even know. They don't even compare. You got this weak ass home investor <laughs> making their fifteen twenty percent, right? Yeah. And then here, this well, is this is a this is the this is the big leagues, baby. The, the big leagues. There you go. Yeah. That, that's where you, that's where. Uh, what I wanted to say, and and now that we've closed on this one, and there just seems like there's so many more at this point that are coming the, this way. We are underwriting a lot of them, and you know the the thing is, is that these aren't like we're sending out mail. You're not you're you you get some that away. This and we don't want to take that away from this, but this is more of some relationships, some looking at some old listings, looking for an alternate exit exit strategy, and you know as we talked today, training with intent. You know, everybody seems to do better when they're training in, in a sport and physically when they have a goal in mind. And I think that overlays into our business because our goal from the first is we, we wanted to subdivide at big ranches. So we had to work into that. And it wasn't something that happened overnight. We had to train and learn different sections to get to that goal where we could put it all together and, and see what happens. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know, playing baseball and trying to walk out to the bat against Nolan Ryan at, at his prime or something, you know, not, it, not happening. You got to work, you got to work your way up to it. Yeah. I, I just, it's funny to me how much sports and business overlay with each other. Like, could you imagine going to be like, and you're a CrossFit coach, you have a level, was it level one, right? So you, you are certified to teach people the, the sport of CrossFit and, if you've never done some of those moves before and you go try it, even though you're a gym bro and you can do all this, you, you're big and strong, you really can fuck yourself up doing something you've never trained for. Mm-hmm. Well, especially gym bros in that section. They're the worst. Easy now. Easy now. <laughs> I might be confused with a gym bro every now and again. <laughs> uh, it's that cockiness that gets everybody in trouble. And the same thing happens in business. It does. It does. And it's a it's a, it's a fun a fun thing for me is that, you know, you don't go run a marathon day one. You have to work up to that. And if you take these little bites, these little chunks, and you continually grow, it's amazing what you can accomplish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know I've said it a million times on this podcast, but my first deal was a two and a half acre parcel for mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. That was April fifth, five little over five years ago. Yeah, right. Now, basically, whatever X times it because it's almost basically pretty close to 2,500 acres that we just bought, right? So yeah. what is that? That's a thousand X. That is a thousand X. Yeah. Take that Grant Cardone. Yeah. Little 10 X yeah. baby stuff. Yeah. He does <laughs> got a jet though. He did have to buy a jet for tax liabilities. I'm not, uh, I think he bought a jet for his ego, not for tax, tax liabilities. You know, and I, and I'm glad you said that because I, I've been struggling kind of like finding that fire again, like trying to find that what ignites me about this business and, Yes, doing deals, making money. Yeah, it, it's nice when a check hits the bank, right? Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things. It's like when you when you see that much cash get put down, or you buy a you know you you bought a hundred thousand dollar property and you paid cash for it, and you're just thinking, wow, that's that's one percent shit. There's not many people that just throw a hundred grand down on a property and they pay cash for it. You know, we we use some leverage on this one, but still the ability to raise that kind of money and that capital that quick and have a couple of subdivides going on. And then we're underwriting a ton of them as they're coming in and we're, we're looking at them, you know, and the, the, the second piece of that is when the bank reaches out afterwards and says, Hey guys, y'all handled yourself better than any of the professionals we deal with. You have an open checkbook with us. Just keep bringing us deals. That to me is a testament of, you know, taking the time, learning the business and being able to speak professionally, work professionally and do with what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to like totally hate on Grant Cardone because uh, Undercover Billionaire, the show he yeah. did. He has a show. It's there's you like it. Huh? I, I liked it. Like he, he did well compared to like the other people. But, okay. But Grant Cardone didn't buy a jet because he needed it. Like he's stroking <laughs> that ego. I could do deals anywhere. I could be there in four hours. I just jump in the PJ. Yeah. You know that's. I it, mean, how many land deal states have we done land deals in? Forty plus. Forty two. How many times you hopped on a jet to go look at it? Not a. I hopped in a jet <laughs> Raptor a couple times. We're gonna go on. We're going. We we show this. This show we air on Tuesday. We're actually leaving at five a.m. to go or four a.m. to go actually walk his ranch because we have not seen the three and a half million dollar ranch that we bought. Yeah, recorded on Tuesday, drop Friday. We're yeah. going to the ranch on Wednesday. Yeah, so you get yeah. timeline straight. So we're we're talking in, in kind of pretense and back tense, but holy shit, you yeah. bought a three and a half. And mm-hmm. I say I can say it's a three and a half million dollar place because that's what it appraised at three point five two million. We paid three point four. Before the cut, the forced appreciation puts an exit around a six million dollar mark. Yeah, um, I thought that's the. I was thinking about that too a couple of times. Is uh, talk about uh, buying remotely. Uh huh. You know, it, <laughs> we have driven 
four hours away to look at properties that we were going to make 40, 50, hundred grand on. And uh-huh. we, we didn't take the four hour drive to go look at a $2 million profit. <laughs> oh, I trust Trevor a lot. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Proban. I know you're listening to this, so you, you got our trust, but we're coming to see you tomorrow, bud. So he that's, a, that's that. If you want to talk training with intent, that's training with intent. All those 42 states, 43 states mm-hmm. bought land in the one off deals of buying low or selling high prepared to, to buy a, yeah. Three and a half million dollar property without going to see it. Yeah, and that's and that's funny that you said it because it's this is I, I want to take a couple of things here to overlay the sport piece because it's easy to correlate your training and your practice and you, you know your fundamentals. Like it, it doesn't change whether it's a ten thousand dollar property or a three and a half million dollar property. There is a point that it's going to sell. There's going to be things that turns buyers on. There's going to be things that turns buyers off. You know, if it's as you put these things together, I don't care. It's it's the same. It's the same thing. It's numbers. It's not going to change. There's not going to be a magic button that says hey because it's when it's a thousand acres it's going to be different than this 10 acre deal especially when you're parceling it up so you put those numbers together and you look at like kind products and you look at like kind things so when you're training it's it's really similar so like for me and this show really comes from me talking to this old guy at the gym he's a power lifter and we were talking about the difference of ego lifting you know the bro the bros in the gym just ego lifting quarter reps and things like that versus putting that in check and, and understanding what your goal is and like for me Right now I'm focused. I still we're still racing BMX, and so opening my hips up, understanding where that power is coming from, and doing the exercises that really enhance that. And so when you have like for me getting on a back squat, I may lower the weight. I can lift more, but I'm focusing on that low stretch, so it's where I'm having problems on the bike, so I can get deeper and be able to pump better over the jumps. So it, it, yeah, I have to take an ego check because I'm doing about a tenth of what I normally squat. But I'm taking my time and going low and working on that that form to make sure I'm not going to a hurt myself and b make sure it makes me better and I can improve. Mm-hmm. Ego is the hardest thing to check. Really is. <laughs> I but, mean, there's been plenty of times like if, if we're talking about gym stuff where I've like I should probably go a little lighter and, <laughs> and we're you know I'm a but there's I'm a, a there's a hot 22 co-ed sitting there <laughs> watching me and I'm like she's got daddy issues and I'm looking like daddy right now. <laughs> And I'm a I'm a technique form Nazi, right? I, I mean, I want it to be perfect all the time, and so, and there's even times that I, you know, I'm still like, eh, I'll just throw an extra whatever yeah. weight on here and get it done. But that's how you get better is you you take that ego check and you do the work. Yep, and I agreed. And so when you talk about this bigger land, like we've we've had so many deals that we've underwritten that you know have them come in, and I'm just I don't see the numbers that it's going to take to force appreciate. Like there's a little bit of number there, but or a little bit of money, but do you really risk it for you know ten or twenty or thirty percent when you're putting couple million dollars on the line with leverage yeah you don't that's my yeah. answer yeah and that's and you you get real good at saying no like you you really have to do that and you really have to think about it and like okay what's our intent with this what what are we going to do what is what is the really the byproduct because even though we have done a bunch of the stuff on its own there was little things in here that we we missed initially on our underwriting that we covered because we added in overages and a conservatively um, estimated like what we we're going to sell for like we're we're listing five hundred dollars more per acre than we underwrote it for six hundred dollars more and we have an appraiser that's appraised at that so we we are good with those numbers but like sixteen thousand dollars for a title policy it's a lot man yeah I mean but that's that's that really can affect your numbers you yep. know that's when you're talking cash on cash returns you. Um, Insurance, insurance, on insurance on the house that's on the property, which is not a big deal, but it's still a deal. It's you know fifteen hundred bucks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, electricity on the house, you know things like that that you, you're like, oh shit, we got to add this in. You know, knowing what those numbers are and having them put in place because hey, we worried about what the improvements are going to be. Hey, what are we paying for it? What are the improvements? What are going to sell for? But there's other things that go involved in that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see the house. 
Okay. Do you, do you have you seen photos of it or anything? Yeah, I've seen pictures of the inside. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just just it's to a, see the house. Not I don't care what shape it's, it's in a anything. It's a thirteen hundred square foot yeah. cinder block house with terracotta tiles, which is fine. I just it's got just AC. It. Yeah, yeah. It keeps you out of the rain. It's perfect. The, the hunters have been using it to yeah to use when they they had it leased out. Um, yeah, I mean I'm I I don't even have any idea of what to expect down there. I just know Trevor's going to have to uh, answer for. A lot of things. If it's not what I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm not going to hold Trevor accountable. We're grown ass men, make grown ass decisions. I, it's, uh, it was nice to see that we. This is a, this isn't a, a Justin and Adam only thing. We did bring on a team here. We've got guys that are in our group and some guys. Uh, one guy that we had not met before, um, but everybody else we've worked with in some fashion. So that's that's pretty cool to me um, that we were able to put that this group together and it and it looks something to something for us to to expand on because I think there's a lot of people listening that would like to be a, a part of something like that. Now, before we say, hey, email us or call, do whatever that, I want to say that we will, we, we have, we have, we're dialing in the date. We got to make sure some stuff's available, but we are, get the live event. We've got our, kind of our particulars we want to talk about on paper. I know a lot of people have been asking about that. Um, we now just have to line up the, the venue and the date to make sure both schedules are open. And then that information will come out, you know, hopefully you'll have it really soon. Yeah. If that, I mean, if that wasn't clear, it's probably going to be mainly focused on land development. I mean, Subdiv- subdivide, yeah. subdividing, to, um, probably be examples of what we're working on. Other ones we've done, more we've got coming, underwriting, all that stuff, and yeah, and I, then, I think I think that's a good fit for us right now. And I, and I want to say because it's we always want you to come and not just hey let's hang out and chill. But we we like chilling with you. So if y'all want to throw a party together and get together and have drinks and all that, we can definitely do that. But ideally, we would like to have some educational piece with that. And that, so if it's to look at these things and develop that exit strategy and how to look at something that's maybe a, a, a 10 or 11 acre or a 2,400 acre, what that looks like and what you're looking for to make it a, um, a really cool way to exit and develop, you know, off of, I was thinking about this yesterday and I hadn't, I didn't mention it to you, but out of the two deals I've got subdivided, we, one was bought off a of mailer, one was bought off an of older MLS listing. So two two deals on the buy side are going to turn into eighteen pieces of inventory on the back back wow. side. That's good. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. Start talking because I forgot. <laughs> Get that. You mess. threw me off when you because I was about to say it and then you brought brought that in. Now I can't remember. Uh, well, with the inventory being as in demand as it is right now, it's really cool to me that you can see that you can say, "Hey, I can only make two transactions on a buy." You know, you got clean title. You know, you got these pictures and you just a little bit of paper stuff. And now you've got an inventory that's stocked up. So that's really cool little thing. And it's not something that's a, you know, it's, we're not reinventing a wheel. This is not, I, I tell people all the time, I, I feel like this is probably the second oldest profession um, because we got one that's the oldest mm-hmm. profession. But this one's the second one because it's what's been done since the beginning of time all over the world. Which came first, you know, did they, because they had to go build the town for uh-huh. the first profession to come in. So like, the oldest, so really, I don't know, man. What came first, chicken or the egg? You yeah, know? no, it's it's. That's Did the, the town come and then the prostitutes, or the prostitutes <laughs> come which brought the town? Oh God, here we go. We haven't ever said the word prostitutes on our show. <laughs> We've now. said far, far worse. <laughs> I, I'm thinking that's gonna be okay. I, I'm good with this. I like where we're going here. I like where our story's headed. So. Uh, so the question is, is you're asking me is, did the prostitute come first or did the town that got subdivided? So it wasn't necessarily the town that we're worried about. So the prostitutes gave the energy to the people that went out into the rural of. America and decided to subdivide it down. Oh, so the prostitutes just went out to a 
big old plot of dirt. And but then, we're not uh, developing <laughs> here. What is it? I, I would agree with you if we're developing towns and buildings. We're just we're what was as Trevor and his family have told me. We're just buying it by the uh, ranch and selling it by the pasture. So that's that's the only thing we're doing. Well, I don't know. I think it's a pretty fair question. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fair. One of but, our one of our very first questions I saw was a Facebook debate the other day. Okay. And I think uh, a friend of ours from high school created it. It was top sheet or no sheet. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, we had top sheet, no sheet, and then we had ketchup on eggs or not. Yeah, yeah. But I saw this like last week. It was a debate on Facebook. Oh, I didn't see this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a, a ton top, of comments. I'm a top sheet guy. Oh, I know, we know. We know you're wrong. I know you're wrong, but. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Here we go. We've got the other debate that you will not let me have on this show. No, come on. That's disgusting. <laughs> but it's like it's funny that people debate over such minuscule things. Like it's it's a I don't, I don't even want you to bring that one up. That was I don't even like to hear it. <laughs> I figured you would because I have a story behind it and it's a great story. It's it's very self-like defecating. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> defecating. Yeah. No no thanks. <laughs> Moving on or ending. Which one? You got something else to say? No, I I I do want to reiterate the fact though that it's Sometimes it's not the the overall action of doing something to get it done. It's the it's the sum of a bunch of small actions and putting them together. So you know if it's working like for me on a bike, it it, it may not make sense of why I'm going down on a light squat to stretch out a little bit more, but that helps at a certain point on it. So it's taking these little areas that we feel weak. Again, and I've said this over and over on this podcast is, you know, my first year I was on I went on my own. Every morning I'd get up and spend an hour learning something little about the business, trying to put something together. And then it's all kind of morphed into where we are today with, you know, Plum and where we are with Casual Fridays, where we are with Lamuel. So for me, it's the sum of all these little things, all these little pieces of information, all this stuff, taking it in and putting it together and ending up with this end product for us. Cool. All right. Well, that's uh, it for today. We hope you enjoyed that one. Um, we're As you can probably tell, we're pretty excited about the, so divide deal. So we'll probably get used to hearing about it. Yeah. <laughs> as we go through it. Yeah. Um, hopefully it sells out really quick. I know there's already a ton of interest. So um, we should have some good things to talk about at that live event. So make sure you're paying attention to that. And as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. We love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.